0: And welcome to another episode of the Three Will Podcast. Uh, this we've got our weekly get together with uh, Tommy and Danny here. Hey, Tommy, how's it going? Good. Good morning, Dan. Good. I know you can't see this, but he's looking mighty sharp today. He's got a nice suit on. You must. We must have to go uh, talk to the people. Uh, time to talk to the people. <laughs> so we're we're pulling you out of your closet, and we're going to have right. you go talk to some folks. You look great, by the way. Oh, and I, you even have the Starry Night socks. That's right. Yes, oh. I've already had a, good, a comment on that this morning. That I, I like that. I think I'm starting to get into the socks thing too. <laughs> you know, you got you got to snazz it up somehow. And
1: that's right. When you have a blue suit and a white shirt, <laughs> you, you need something snappy.
0: And let's not talk about your boxers. I don't yeah. want to hear anything about nothing about that. But uh, well, thanks for joining me. And uh, this week uh, we um, we've been talking a lot as we sort of prepped for 2016 and did some of the business planning stuff and. Got together and just internally talking through a couple of ideas and what we're seeing uh, our clients asking us for and sort of what what's the direction for the year. And we've talked on previous uh, episodes about migrations and how those uh, the last one the uh, our last little get together we talked about complex migrations. What I'd like to talk about today is the practice areas that we're going to have and sort of how did we decide on them at a high level. And so. Um, to, for those who uh, don't know, you can come to the website. You can see what the practice, uh, areas are there. Um, we're focused on migrations, on portals, on app dev and sustainment. So let's talk about those at
1: a high level. Okay. So, yeah, I mean, there's a lot of things that we do and, and it always helps to put things in buckets. So, um, our customers have a better idea of how we can help them mm-hmm. and as we have started thinking about and and organizing our areas of disciplines that we have practices that we're building as as a company we saw that migrations is that first step into helping organizations get to the cloud uh-huh and we think that's important for our the companies that we serve, we see that that's where the Microsoft stack is going. That's where we see in general, enterprise computing is going. So we're helping those organizations get to the cloud Um, and that's in that migration practice. And then we see the portals practice is the way to configure and get the most out of the platform. I mean, that's what got us excited about SharePoint, you know, seven, eight years ago, Was to be able to take the area of collaborative solutions and leverage a platform. And the first step of that is configuring it and enhancing that to get the most out of the, out of your portals, either being extranet, intranet, or information based portals. And then app dev is really a big passion of, of ours as an organization. We have a lot of engineers, a lot of people like like to, um, you know, open up Visual Studio and crank (laughs) out. You know, solutions that, um, are not available to you, you know, out of the box and to be able to take that 20% that's left on the, on the, on the solution in a portal Mm -hmm. and customize that and build something that's um, purpose built for that organization. And then our last practice is, is sustainment. And that practice is about a long-term commitment to our customers to, to get the ROI. That they need out of the solutions that we build and anytime you have a solution a te- technology-based solution it needs a certain level of care and feeding and um, we find that we can help um, not be that traditional support organization that we're taking level one calls on yeah. uh, on a help desk but the people that understand how your application was built what needs to be done to continue to keep that healthy and extend that solution in, in small ways over time. I
0: like that. This that this is sort of like it seems like it's stepwise, and they build on each other. It's really almost with some customers. It's it's the way that we're engaging with them. Is first, you know, you got to migrate, and then we want to configure, and then we want to customize, and then long term, we want to support what we put out there.
1: Yeah, and, and it. I think it shows a level of maturity of our organization that you know, we started off early on just wanting to do app dev. Uh-huh. And really from a technology for technology sake, because we love technology. And then we felt that looking at SharePoint, you know, back in 2007, is a way to um, drive towards a business solution quicker. So we built that maturity of, yeah, we do app dev, but we've got a platform that solves the majority of the problems that we, that we help customers with. And then over time we saw, you know what, we like the new shiny of app dev, but to really make our customers successful, we need that sustainment practice. We need to um, make sure we're around to help to keep that application going. And then what's evolved lately is this whole practice of migration.
0: That's great, Tommy. So that hits, um I think, all the different practice areas at a high level. Maybe let's just go a little bit deeper into each one of them. And uh, starting off with migration, um, give me a little bit more of the backstory there with us. I know, I know migrations have been around for a while, but uh, t- tell me a little bit more about that.
1: Well, yeah, migrations is it's actually a new practice for us. Have, have we done migrations in the past? Yes, but we haven't focused in on it. And and, you know, said, we're going to be the best at this. And, and what are we going to be the best at? And as we see the evolution of where collaboration is going today, it is going to the cloud and it's been there for a while with a lot of services out there today um, that are kind of the new players in that space. But for Microsoft, there's a legacy of all those services that were stood up to support collaboration. We're on premises you know, within your firewall. Um, so as we're looking at organizations and helping them get to the cloud, because that's where we think they need to be over time, um, we're tackling really the difficult kind of move to the cloud scenarios. Um, it's one of those things that you have to figure out once, And after you get to the cloud, you're evergreen. There there are no more migrations. And so we've kind of stood away, you know, kind of let migrations go past us in the past. Yeah. um, Because they were more um, kind of plug and chug and didn't take a lot of thought and a lot of engineering expertise to do. But as we see people go into the cloud, Microsoft wants to make it easy. They talk about it being easy, but it's not easy. Yeah. There's a lot of thought and work and... Automation that needs to take place for you to kind of have an effective migration. So we're cracking that nut and then enjoying doing that. It brings our app dev experience to play and allows us to help customers make that final migration.
0: That's great. Yeah. It seems like we're, what we're doing is has been f- focusing in on some of the more complex migrations as well. Um, in particular, since our background with Jive, is, that's been helpful to get customers moved over. We've built a tool to help do that. And then I know more recently with some of the that uh, project work with getting someone who's on Office 365 dedicated over to multi-tenant, I think there's some places there where we really have a leg up on a lot of other folks. And it's we really would be able to help out folks in similar situations to make the move.
1: So, yeah, Danny, the, the jive to SharePoint migrations and dedicated to Office 365 multi-tenant are really the the hot areas for us for migration. Um, you know, our app dev experience, we like to be able to exercise that kind of muscle mm-hmm. in how we approach migrations. And so we're taking on the more complicated scenarios that need to have more than just a off-the-shelf tool to get that done. So, you know, we're partnering um, with a migration company um, to take their tool and enhance that. Um, we for, can use their name. It's Metalogix. Okay, Metalogix. Me- yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and okay. that, that's been uh, very exciting for us because they've made a significant investment in being able to do cloud migrations well nice. and fast. Um, so we've done the enhancements around that to really orchestrate that on a, a large scale. You know, leveraging Azure and um, being able to scale that out to, to really move that stuff very quickly and effectively. And then in the, in the, in the area of Jive to SharePoint, it, we've done a, quite a few connectors to SharePoint over our history. And knowing the Jive API, we've found some customers say, I'm looking to go in either direction. I mean, we see it going to from Jive to SharePoint more often. Mm-hmm. Um, and in that scenario... We're helping companies, you know, be able to preserve that investment that they've made in their collaboration. And moving from one platform o- over to another can be a difficult thing. And and we're thrilled that we're able to do that very well.
0: The next practice is the portals practice, which is the good old fashioned. You know, we help a lot of customers out with their they use SharePoint for their intranet or they use it. To, we also have done a lot of work with people with. Extranets, I think they, p- some people get concerned about setting up the security right in an extranet. And so through the years have just built up some, you know, good experience about how do you use you, you SharePoint when you're doing internal collaboration inside of a company. Um, there's a couple of areas that I know where we focused in on, you know, search and social and those document management apps, just some sort of good bread and butter things that we use when we're creating a portal for customers.
1: Yeah. And that, you know, portals and, and SharePoint, really, in particular, um, that is where we got our initial identity of, well, what do we do as an organization that's unique? And, you know, we came from a general app dev background, and when we approached SharePoint at that time, all the SharePoint partners were people standing up and, and just using out-of-the-box SharePoint capabilities mm-hmm. and where Microsoft created that capability of extending that in, in very sophisticated ways. And we jumped on that bandwagon and, and really helped organizations go that extra mile where they got to 80% of a solution with SharePoint out of the box. And we helped them uh, make that a 100% solution and, and an integrated solution. So that's continues to be a, a strong part of who we are as an organization. We've got so much knowledge over the years in that area and we're helping companies think about how do I do that now in the new world of the cloud? And, you know, that brings in Azure and, and, and a number of things and it becomes a little bit more complicated. So we're helping those organizations figure out what is that next step of being able to bring a portal uh, to the cloud.
0: Yeah, and this one, I e- even I, I sort of classify some of the stuff we do with workflow. Some of the the nintech stuff falls underneath this, I think, and also some of the BI stuff. I see BI and reporting falling underneath portals as well. Right, right.
1: Yeah, yeah portals is that Corey Swiss catching. Army knife. You know, everything <laughs> yeah. kind of surfaces in yeah. a portal, and so it can be it can mean a lot of different things. Mm-hmm. And and I think. You know, we are helping organizations go to the cloud. It's a big part of what we're doing. But we also are seeing a lot of people still stay on premise. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's there's good reasons for that. Um, but we're also helping demystify, you know, getting to the cloud. Mm-hmm. And, and that is, you know, we're in that transitional period and we're helping organizations figure that out. Um, kind of going to the cloud on their own terms was our theme last year mm-hmm. as we talked about it.
0: Next one's app dev. It's actually creating the either the vertical or line of business applications that uh, you know it's really is our <laughs> our heritage. Sort of what we grew up with. You know, even before we worked here at Threewheel, we were you know focusing on you know really focusing it on line of business type of applications. Uh, tell me a little bit more about that.
1: Yeah, that is um, an area that is so ingrained into us. I think if you talk to the average consultant. Uh, software engineer at three. Well, they love app dev. They really love creating things and to be able to do difficult things um, from a code perspective, but create something that's very useful to the, the business user. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the, the reason we went into the portals area was to be able to get to business value very quickly. And we did, a, we love collaborative apps um but we're starting to see in this new world um all the custom work that you do to create a polished collaborative environment mm-hmm. is you're doing now pure app dev it's not sharepoint app dev that that sharepoint piece of it is is not as ingrained um in the way you approach a solution that has to involve sharepoint um i don't want to geek out on it but at, you know at the end of the day it's web service calls to sharepoint Versus running on the SharePoint server. You're not going to hear me fall to the floor. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so our our stop. There. Danny, are you okay? Yeah. Did the, I hurt you? Yeah, you okay, the, son? <laughs> yeah. The, so we're 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 not going any deeper there. But you yeah. know, when it comes to app dev, uh, there's this. It's a complex world with all the choices that you have out there. Mm-hmm. All the different frameworks that are coming out in, um, in the wild and. You know, we're putting a lot of energy around setting standards there and how can we do things that we think are long-term viable approaches Mm -hmm. to app dev. Um, so that, that is a whole podcast in itself. You can bring in someone like a Pete and we could really geek out on that. I just had,
0: you know, just the other day talking with, uh, Eric about channel and sort of the, what's happened with the typical app dev development nowadays which it's it's more of he's creating using javascript frameworks and html and i was joking around with him i was just saying you know did you ever think in your career that you would you know 10 years later you would be using javascript and html to create an enterprise solution and he's like no, but it works well for a distributed app. It's just, you know, so it's funny how we've we've gotten to this point.
1: Yeah, there's I think there's still people that are bitter today about <laughs> that direction. And, uh-huh. you know, you have to embrace it. Yeah. And, you know, everything has its pros and cons. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, I just was talking to someone on a project and they were doing a, a scripting type solution and it wasn't. Type safe, so there was a typo, Mm -hmm. and that typo would have been caught in a compile. Yeah, but you know, in script, you you know, there's ways to get around that with TypeScript, and and Mm -hmm. of course, it's another thing that Pete can geek out on. But I think the whole you know movement to JavaScript-based frameworks, um, we're well versed in that, and and trying to stay ahead of the curve to help our customers.
0: The last practice is the sustainment practice, and I've more recently. We've been uh, starting to get contact by a lot of companies for more like multi-year support agreements. And I call it support slash managed services slash whatever the heck you want to call it. They just need a long-term partner because they're building these apps on SharePoint and they need somebody there for the long term. Tell me more about sustainment.
1: Yeah. And we, we call this solution sustainment. And I know it drives you crazy, Danny. What drives me crazy? That it's, we're coming up with a new term for something oh, that makes please. it hard for people to identify with. Okay. And, and I think we've done that on purpose, um, because the whole thing of managed services, we are not a managed services organization. Mm-hmm. Um, we provide that knowledge to keep your ip going around your solution Mm -hmm. so if we hand something off and we go away most likely that is going to die on the vine there's no one that has the intimate knowledge around that application Mm -hmm. to keep it healthy and for it to grow so when we're working with organizations the large organizations have their own support staff. They only have their own managed services. They're not outsourcing that. Some of them are. Mm-hmm. And we're not looking to be the HP to outsource all of XYZ Fortune 500 companies managed services. We're not built for that. But what we are built for is helping organizations keep their solution healthy. So it's mm-hmm. usually at a third tier support. So, you know, the, the organizations keeping the OS going. They're keeping the SharePoint patches going, and then we come in when all of a sudden the application doesn't function the way they expect it.
0: Or they might hire somebody out to do those managed services they as might. well. They might, and we've got and partners we be, in that space yeah, that we, may, we work with. We may be providing. I do, it's, it's just funny. More recently, I, I have gotten, um, like for instance, one of the RFPs that I've gotten recently they called it SharePoint Application Managed Services. I know it's a dirt, managed services is a dirty word around here, but it, it really, it sounds a lot like what we do in solution sustainment. It is.
1: And, 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 I, and I like the application yeah. development. You like the application management in there. service. Right. I think what yeah. we have to stay away from is we're not keeping the infrastructure lights on. Yeah. That's not who we are as an organization. That doesn't mean that we'd never go there, but to, kind of be honest with our customers of, you know, where we're focused and how we can help it is sustaining their solution. It's level
0: three. It's really, it's yep. And, and that's, I I, I like us staying in that situation because really if you're talking level one or two, you, it is the person calling up and saying, I, you know, I want to go configure this or I can't get access to this and we're just not set up to help out in that way. So Good stuff. I think this is, you know, um, my only disappointment with all these uh, practice areas is we have four of them and not three. So I just say, you know, we've got three of them plus the sustainment is the long term, yeah, is the sharpen the one. saw. It, it's yes. the it's the thing that we have that keeps you know what we do around for a long time and really helps people out uh, after we're done with that initial development and more or moving them over so it's it's a it's an important aspect of what we do so. right
1: yeah in sustainment uh, all of those practices those three practices of migration portals and app dev they happen within sustainment sustainment mm-hmm. is almost a, a way to package it up and and create a long-term relationship and that's I think that's the right thing to do. I think Mm -hmm. we had a hard time figuring out if we wanted to do that. Mm -hmm. And we've had customers ask us to do that. We've turned it down. And now we're saying we're all in. We think that is the way to make sure you get ROI. Because developing the solution and handing it over is not going to solve the problem. It, It really is seeing that solution through. For its life cycle mm. and making sure you get that ROI.
0: Any di- As we wrap up here, any ideas for what stuff you want to talk about for next week? You want to follow up on this or is there stuff to anything else you want to sort of tease people about? As far yeah, as I as can tease like- people about sure. this
1: and I've been trying to make some time for this. I haven't yet, which is looking at um, what is, an, a, is a proper methodology for doing a migration. okay. So the work that we do in, in portals and app dev, it fits in this box called Scrum. Um, and I'd like to talk a little bit about, well, what fits in a migration project? Should you use Scrum? Should you not? What is What are better methodologies? And I've been noodling on that and doing some research to say, do we need to change our practice? Because right now we use Scrum and it works. Uh-huh. But is there better ways? And we're always challenging ourselves to say, is there a better way to do it? Mm -hmm.
0: Awesome. So let's uh, people tune in next week if you want to learn more about that. Uh, Thank you, everybody, for taking the time to listen to this. Thank you, Tommy, for joining me. You're welcome, Dan. Absolutely. Um, And uh, drop by our website, absolutely, to learn more about our practice areas. If uh, one of these areas seemed like something that we could help you out with. Obviously, contact us through our contact page. You'll get a follow-up in just a matter of seconds from me, and we'll set up a quick, uh, no-pressure, 30-minute call just to find out more about what you're trying to do. Uh, Thank you so much for taking the time to listen today, and have a wonderful day. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.